what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is our factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's spin the wheel, fellas, for who yells. Okay. Introduce this episode. Let's do it. And this is just this is just the natural progression of everything being tossed to a game of chance. Yep. Now, uh, so Mark uh, signed this one up. <laughs> I forget when it was. He, I think it was during voicemails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he Someone, said, he said, yeah. yeah, he was like, nope, this is how it goes now. So now wheel starts every single. Well, someone called for the good Patreon. morning to be the wheel spin. And Mark was like, no, but we. Uh, on we can do that. We can do it on Patreon. Yeah, I mean so, it's stupid because Will does. Uh, he's in fact it's like based around heard? a skill set that Will has. Have yeah, but it's Mark's funny yell? to see other to hear like I've heard Mark's well yell. And it's I made, good. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I made a little joke Wes about it, and, and he got upset for a second. And I, I said, gotta no, hear I'm just teasing you, Mark. I gotta hear Pat's. <laughs> I can't do it. Let's try. I can't do it. Gotta hear your point of the wheel though, because we want to hear your rendition though. So here, hopefully, it lands on you. All right, we'll see. And the yell today is gonna be damn it, Wes. all right let's do it all right there you go Wes hello hello hive Mm. and welcome to another edition of the hive hour today we got Pat we got Will and I'm Wes thank you for joining us Mm. and hello John that was nice, Wes. I like almost it, had like a Yosemite Sam type flavor. Yeah. <laughs> almost passed out. Every time I do it, I almost pass out. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. I can't wait till it lands on Pat. Me Pat, what's your, like, can you give people a little preview of what your yell might be like? Or I've heard it before. I'm, okay, so it's, <laughs> it's tough for me to say because right now I got to TBH coming off, coming off the illness. Right. So you're not, your voice isn't feeling the, the hottest already. And then previous times I've attempted it, there's been a baby in the house. Mm. Oh, right. Well, so I don't know. I don't one know of these days like. it's going to hit you in the perfect moment to be super loud. Right and that's why I'm just going to say, I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to practice it. I'm going to do it on the night. As they yeah, say. I agree. I think that's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. I think everybody's got a great yell, honestly. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's yeah. just, there's just different flavors. Um, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do it because you. This is a this is a skill that you have. Like 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 if a part of the show was being over six feet tall, like I would do that. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and, and, and like if a part of the show is like having a deep guttural yell, you would do that, and that's why yeah. we do that. When, when we were when we were talking about the show in its earliest days, and we were like, okay, what can we bring to the show? You, I don't think you even said this, but you just did because you knew you had this skill. It was that organic, show that, yeah. That would give us a unique opening. Yeah, and bring the energy. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, and I've had no issue with that. I don't sit and get jealous or weird or or or, or curious about what the other guys would. I just want to hear you do it. Oh, well, that's nice. But I want to hear you do it. Though. I know so, that. Me I too. Know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. one day, one day we'll get to hear it. All right. Sure. But today, what are we talking, fellas? We're, we we we're doing deep dives on the Hive Hour. Mm-hmm. What are we talking on this one? We're, we're talking we about. 
Hunter Biden. Mm. We're talking about Hunter Biden, guys. We're talking about Hunter Biden, the second born child of Joe Sif Robinette Biden. You put, we pulling up these pictures on purpose? No. Shit, my bad. I was trying to rename them. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In his own little world over there. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking about Robert Hunt, Hunter Biden, yes. Mm-hmm. What's his We're first name? About- Robert? Robert. Yep. You know what's really funny about this? Weston over a video, and this is an aside before we get going. Uh, Hunter, Joe called him Honey, apparently. Mm-hmm. He, he said in that video. Cause, good, cause, good nickname. H- honey for a boy? I don't mind. I call my son Bubba. Yeah, that's way more manly. That's like, yeah, I can call him makes Bubby. Sense. I call him Bub- Bubby. Bubby also makes sense. Yeah. Honey, you know, typically only used for female uh like love interest. Why why you gotta why you gotta project gender shit on on, on, on honey? <laughs> well what I'm it? saying is it just Mike I mean he grew up to be a kind of a weird guy. You know, it's like it was all the honey thing the honey. Is probably, it's a weird start. It's a weird start. He had a tough hand your though. dad calls you honey all the time. It's it's you're like oh the guy didn't have the best hand. Yeah. It's like my, yeah. my son's mom uh still He's the calls, first son still calls him baby and I and I, I hate that because I feel like it's like just prolonging but that's his, a mom like, still i that. know but i it's just you know the name can affect you dad to son yeah dad to son honey that that'll that'll cross some wires yeah yeah i stopped calling cam cupcake years ago <laughs> you just yeah, call him cupcake exactly. no yeah well, when he's a baby <laughs> when he's a fucking baby i never call you know, him he, look hunters in that video he was like hunter's 51. not the first son hunter's the like second 51. son yes. well the first son is r.i.p but um uh, Hunter Hunter's like 51 in that video and he says that Joe comes into his apartment and he goes, honey, what's yeah. wrong? <laughs> yeah, but you got, it's it's not honey. honey how you know it. His name's Hunter. Hunt, and he's a, I get it. It's short for Hunter. But it's still. Maybe. It might just be Ooh. honey. Tom Man, Brady that's weird. kisses his son on the lips. Well, that's weird. That's also weird. I've got two weird things. I'm not trying to say. That's way weirder. <laughs> it's all weird. What he's thinking. Yeah, that, that was a that was the thing I would see in New Jersey sometimes that, when I, when I was a kid, like like sub eleven years old when I was in New Jersey, I would see dads kissing on the lips. And then when I moved to Virginia, I didn't see that. I, I used to I, kiss my dad on sound. the lips before bed up until I was like probably eight or nine, maybe even older. I remember like it, saying goodnight to both my parents, go to kiss my mom, go around the bed, kiss my it's dad. Normal, it was lips. And now that I it's think a, back on it, I can I can. See the 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 cringe and the weirdness in my dad's face that this was something that he was expected to do with me every night. He didn't want to. Do you guys it. know Tom. He's he's not a kiss on the lips. No, nah, he guy. wouldn't have been into it. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's like all right, that's it. Yeah, I don't I don't buy. There was conversations every night. Like when is this gonna stop? I don't buy that. I don't buy that. That Tom. Oh, we gotta do this song. Yeah, again. it's four. Jesus Jesus Christ, another fuck. He's nine, Dottie. I don't buy that. <laughs> oh, I do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's funny. I mean, your dad is a pretty <laughs> straight man. Yeah. But I, I don't buy that. When he, when, he, when you were a kid? Overly kissy dads is funny. I'm not That's talking funny three. Ca- I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking you're, nine, you're implying <laughs> You're implying that your mom put him up to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Of course, yeah. dude. Not Wessie. Wessie didn't want. No, I mean, I'm sure I, I'm sure I was like happy to do no, it, but Pat, Wessie didn't say daddy. Pat, Pat, no, I'm sure I did. Pat, you're a dad. You know how this goes. You have to do things that you don't want to do just because it, the kid doesn't cry if you do them. Yeah, yeah. that's which how is it goes. everything. Mm-hmm. Right, a Literally lot of things. Every, in life. For all of them. 
Pro, most things. Yeah, you pretty do much just, just because you're avoiding the kid crying. Yeah. He just wants to cry so bad, man. Yeah. Well, that's just how parenthood goes. So. Uh, um, so I got hit with that thing, man. I got hit with that thing bad over the weekend. And uh, I forgot how, 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 how suicidal you become when you, when you're in that, um, if you get that, really uh, sick. Yeah. When you're just in that throw up cycle, the one that won't stop, oh. you know, it's not a the good one, feeling. Yeah. The one where you throw up and then pass out and then you only wake up again when your body's like, gotta go again. And your stomach is just in clenches and like, yeah. Oh. And the worst about, for me is the cramps. Yeah. If I get a fever, I get bad cramps. I'll be Ugh. cramping all day. It's just thinking like, about where the gun is, you know, where the, you're just visualizing where the oh. gun is. <laughs> Terrible feeling. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I'm glad that you're feeling better yeah, now. I'm glad you made it through. Feeling better. Horrible. But, Can we get over that? I mean, like, the, I feel like this is a new, it wasn't the flu either. It was like a 24 hour. Well, it's not COVID. Any, it's I mean, not COVID. Yeah. So it's, well, I'm saying there's like residual sicknesses coming off this COVID bullshit. Yeah, it's just, well, no, it's just back to normal. Yeah. yeah. It's just like people forgot that there was sickness before COVID because nobody got sick those two years when everybody stayed home. Yeah. Right. Literally nobody got sick. And so everybody forgot what it was like to have like a, a bug. cold. Yeah. Every right. year, there's one of these awful, like, puts you down for 24 hours, just worst illness of your life right. bugs. This and, year, it seems to have gotten everybody. Yeah. Like, the entire daycare was saying every, all the kids had diarrhea for the entire week last week. Insane. Mm. Which is hilarious. Yeah. For the daycare workers. Ah, oh, horrible. Horrible. Rubber, rubber gloves all day. Horrible. Why, why is there a National Daycare Worker Day? I haven't seen that in our in our days yet, in our holidays yet. There needs to be. There needs to be a National Daycare Worker Day because those people are fucking saints. They are saints. Some of child them. care man. Some child of them care. are just right know, abusive pieces of shit. Kids. That's terrible. I don't want well, to think is. about that right now. Come on, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's, move, let's let's move on to Hunter Biden. Come on. Okay, okay let's we got go. multiple kids in daycare right now. Let's okay. not. Well, you got cam- you got cameras on them, right? There's no. There's no, there's no uh, blackout spots on those cameras, right? We have ca- yeah, we have no, cameras, but no you corners. can't view it. it it's <laughs> to- it's totally only less, for yeah. review. It's only for review. Completely it's not live. Oh, really? I could I could live view mine if I wanted to back in the day. I under I kind of understand why. I kind of understand why they don't do the live feed. To be honest with you, I kind of understand why they don't do it because it's uh, chaos. No, because the place that I have the place that I have cash in is really it has their shit together. It mm. is a tightly organized, nice joint, and they have cameras out the ass, mm. but. I guess a lot of parents are like, yo, can I get a live feed? And I imagine that if you're a daycare worker, you want the camera to like, A, accountability for your staff, and B, if there's an incident to have a record of it. But if you have parents live watching their kid, there's going to be a fucking phone call every 12 minutes from a parent be like, oh, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, this inter- person's on their phone. It would uh, just interrupt they your looked ability at their to phone true. five times um, when my child was in the room and uh, – <laughs> I'm not okay with that. Do, do I pay them? Do I pay? So you? I kind of get that. I kind of get. That. Yeah, but, but you I, get really tired. I I I, t- I tuned in a couple times to just watch, and you get dad. you get sick. Yeah, I am the dad. You get yeah, I'm the dad. The you, you get you get sick. Not sad. Not yeah. sad. Yeah. You're the dad. Fair enough. Yep. Right. Right. Moms would watch obsessively. It's almost spring and summer. The seasons for finally getting outdoors for entertaining pool parties, barbecues. Uh, but if your yard looks like a plant cemetery. You're not going to enjoy it as much. Uh, get your place looking like a resort easy with fastgrowingtrees.com. Uh, when it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. That's why fastgrowingtrees.com express uh, curates thousands of uh, plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate location and needs. 
Uh, there's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone and your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. It is really like a mind-blowing delivery process. You will be so impressed, I guarantee. Uh, whether you're looking uh, for increased privacy, shade, and adding, or adding some natural beauty to your yard, fast-growing trees have the perfect plants and the expertise uh, to help you find them. Even if you've never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. Uh, one million home gardeners uh, have already seen what FastGrowingTrees.com can do for them. Uh, I personally have seen the delivery process, and like I'm telling you, it's amazing. Like the 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 they keep everything so fresh. Like the the leaves are like vibrant on the tree somehow, even though it's boxed up. It's only in the box for a little bit. The root the root ball is like so moist, ready to plant. Uh, it's it's very healthy, ready to go. Um, very incredible. It's, it's hard, hard to believe, honestly, the packaging and the, and the delivery system. Uh, plus with their 30 day alive and thrive guarantee, you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash factor right now, and you'll get 15% off your entire order, which is a huge savings. We're talking about big, beautiful outdoor trees, 15% off, get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash factor, fastgrowingtrees.com slash factor. All right. Hunter, Hunter Biden. Biden, Robert Hunter Biden. Um, I like him more already knowing he's a middle name guy like myself, you know, that, nice. That's, mm-hmm. that's nice. So he was born February 4th, uh, 19. I went to, went to reach for my hat. And it's not there. Uh, 1970 <laughs> in Wilmington, Delaware. So, you know, not a great start. Um, but uh, he is the second son of Joe and his wife, uh, Nelia, I believe is how you say her name. Um, he had three siblings, his older brother, Bo whom he would later betray in one of the worst ways possible. Um, I think you're wrong about that. Oh, what? What? I think he honored both, if you ask me. Oh, oh no, you don't. That's some kind of honoring. <laughs> they're, foreshadowing. They're, they're, there they are uh, with, with, with dad, um, you know, back in the day. Looks like they have like Great Dane or like a Rhodesian back there. I'm not sure what kind of dog. So he, what's it's interesting, not a Great Dane. Yeah. So what's interesting about Hunter then, given the timeline there, Wes, mm-hmm. Hunter has never known a world where his father is not at least a U.S. senator. Yeah, so. Or he, higher. Yeah. Right. He's, his dad uh, became a senator just before his third birthday. Right. Okay. Yeah. And Joe Biden also, we, uh, I, don't, I don't think we've talked about this enough. He is one of these uh, defies baldness guys, right? He's one of these well, guys. He's been that, bald for fifty years, right? But ha- but currently has a great head of hair. Well, he it's hair plugs, yeah, yeah. Okay, he has, no, no, lot, no, he's done had a lot of work done. We all know that, but what I'm saying is, I think I've talked about this once before. When in DC on 106.7, the talk radio station, the sports station, on Sunday nights there was literally a show growing up called The Bald Truth. Mm. Uh, just from a bald guy telling other bald guys not to fuck with shitty hair treatments because that's how bad hair treatments were forever for bald guys. Mm-hmm. But then you have guys like Joe Biden who are getting the good, good Elon Musk right. getting the good, good Elon's, Yeah. We all know it's hair plugs, but whatever it is, they need to come out and say what it is. So well, they just get the highest end hair. plugs. Okay. I know that's what I'm saying. But what's what's interesting out. about this Hunter Biden, a 52 year old man has never known a world in which his father wasn't one of the most powerful humans in it. Yeah. He's the interesting senator's son. Yeah, yeah. essential. Literally, and, what CCR writes about. Yeah, and what what you said off to a tough start, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, there's a different spin there, Wes, which is being born into anywhere in Delaware where your father's a senator. It's a small town vibe. That's what it is. So he's being born born into a small town vibe. Delaware is like an Prince island on the Delaware. east coast. I meant Delaware being the rough start. Yeah. 
I know what you mean. Yeah. But right. what I'm saying is, I mean, Delaware is an right. I, I see it adds to it because it's small. Yeah. It's, it's it's a, a joke of the Mid Atlantic if you grew up around it because it's a tiny nothing state. Right. But yes, he's he was born like the Prince of Delaware. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you yeah, everyone knows you in Delaware. If you're all they got is Dewey Beach. They got nothing else. What that is else? a great state to be a senator in because everyone knows you. I mean, you yeah, absolutely. You can, I mean, it's fun to be there. Yeah. It's like it's like mini Maryland. Yeah. Right. It's smaller Maryland, which is so ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's a great state to be a senator, though, for sure. Um, Maryland Jr. <laughs> it's like Maryland's little brother. <laughs> I don't even know where it starts and ends. Rehoboth. It's yeah. like Dewey. a tiny corner of Maryland. <laughs> know, That's what it is. Like, am I still in Delaware? I don't know. I mean, they have and they have they have they have oceanfront property. They got nice stuff there. I mean, yeah, they have yeah. a bay. It's just always like, been a joke around where we is. live. That. Delaware sucks. Because you're in it for seven minutes. Right. Because as a kid, when you're traveling, you're always asking your parent, like, are we in a new state yet? And then they're like, yep, we're in Delaware and we're out of Delaware. Yeah. It's the bridge, right? It's the the Delaware bridge. Dewey Mm. Beach is the only thing I I know about Delaware. Yeah. But I've never been to Rehoboth. Dewey's the only beach I've ever spent any time at. Dover. Anyway. The slots. Um, Anyway, so um, let's just get into it. Um, So he was born February 4th and then uh, December 18th. 1972, at a very critical age as far as development goes. Uh, when his, um, this is when his mom and sister were in the uh, were killed in the horrific car crash, and his brother Bo and he were also in the car and suffered serious injuries. Um, they had to spend several months in the hospital. Hunter specifically suffered fractures to his skull. So you know, not sure where that plays into later on in life, but it's something that needs to be noted. That's tough. Uh, two years old. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Right before, right before three, um, right before, you know, a couple months before he turned three. So what does that mean from a psychological standpoint for Hunter, other than the obvious reason it was traumatic? He lost his mom, his sister, was in the hospital for months. Um, but having that happen before he turned three years old, from what I've read, um, this age trauma, um, this can, and most likely will really fuck you up. Uh, you might. Yeah. You might not. I, I have a buddy who had a head injury at uh, fourteen, mm-hmm. uh, and he he cites that as his inciting incident to getting into drugs. Yeah, it's what a lot of people cite as the uh, first. You know, like oh, were, you're into drugs. Uh, were you uh, abused as a child, or was there anything really traumatic that happened to you as a child? Those are like the two you know biggies, um, and of course, abuse is trauma. But um, so Hunter actually claims that you know some a lot of kids don't remember this; they block it out. But Hunter, in in his book, he claims that he actually remembers this accident um, from the book. He says that um, his mom took Hunter, who was three, his brother Bo, almost four, and their 13-month-old sister Naomi, who was known as Caspi, um, short for Casper the Friendly Ghost. They were going to pick out a Christmas tree near their home in Wil- Wilmington. And Hunter describes how his mom uh, – or how Naomi was sound – quote, sound asleep in the front passenger seat, tucked into the bassinet. And an eyebrow-raising detail by today's standards, as the article said, suddenly I see my mother's head turn to the right. I don't remember anything else about her profile, the look in her eye, the expression of her mouth. Her head simply swings. Um, and at a four-way intersection, the car was broadsided by a tractor trailer carrying fucking corn cobs. And the next thing that Hunter remembers is waking up in the hospital next to Bo. Um, and he says he's mouthing these words to me over and over. I love you. I love you. I love you. And that's where the true connection between he and Bo says really started. And he was, remembered all that and talked it too. He, well, yeah, maybe whether three, he did yeah. or he didn't. I mean, imagine this is such a harrowing and traumatic experience in your life, right? Like yeah. people are talking about this shit all the time. 
whether he remembered it or stitched it together because right. it's ever present, you know. Right. So, you know, at that age, it's it's a lot harder to recognize trauma in the kids. A lot of times they'll just be quiet. They're not able to express themselves. They're not able to say, hey, you know, uh, dad, that that car accident where, you know, mom and uh, Naomi died, that really that, that was really tough. Um, they just pretty much they can kind of be reclusive, go into a shell. New York Times, um, Hunter actually, you know, says that he's not blaming this car accident for a lot of the things that he's done in his life, the, the, the abuse, the shit, the, the piece of shit that he has uh, become or was. Um, he says, um, I want to make it clear. I don't see that tragic moment as necessarily resulting in behaviors that lent themselves to addiction. That would be a cop out. But he does describe a long running feeling of being uneasy in social situations. Quote, that kind of insecurity is almost universal among those with real addiction issues feeling of being alone in a crowd. I've always felt alone in a crowd and whether that feeling being high on crack in a crowd also tends to have that effect. It does. And whether being, whether his feeling of loneliness, abandonment, losing his mother, all that plays in, I'm not a psychologist, but you know, you can kind of easily connect the, the, the dots if you, if you want to. Um, And here's a clip from Joe Biden being sworn in um, in January, 1973. So literally a month after this horrific accident, he was sworn into the Senate and he was sworn in next to the hospital bed of Bo and Hunter. Here's the clip. Wow. From the time he was a toddler, Hunter Biden and his older brother, Bo, were fixtures in Joe Biden's public life. And when they were both hurt in the oh, 1972 yeah. car crash that killed their mother and sister, their dad, a newly elected U.S. senator, took his oath of office in a hospital room. If in six months or so there's a conflict between my being a good father and being a good senator, which I hope will not occur, we can always get another senator, but they can't get another father. Oh, guess who worked on that campaign? Who? A married Jill Biden. Ah. Mm. Who Joe was dipping dipping it into the company, Inc., and then they got married afterwards. Oh, it's good Mm. to be the king. Good yeah. to be the king of Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be the king. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting point, though. Like, if you're Joe Biden, right? He's saying, uh, hey, you know, if I can't be a good senator and a good dad, I'm just going to be a good dad. The only way. That, well, he knew that he had Jill watching the kids. Well, the only way that, that was going to come true, where he could do both, is if he had another woman in the house. Yeah. That's the only way. He already lot, had her. He already yeah. had her. It was a lot of optics. Uh, she was already on the line. Right. <laughs> she was, yeah. She was on standby. He called her up Hold, from the bullpen. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you know, you look at that clip and you say, "Oh, Joe, you know, he was such a good dad. He was was maybe willing to give up a family man, blah blah blah." But then you look at like, you know, how he's like basically just refusing to acknowledge one of his own grandchildren. Oh, Wes, um, we, I'm glad you covered the good stuff first because the bat the back end of this is. Yeah, up. I'm trying to give Hunter a little bit of credit <laughs> for his piece of shit ways, because I can only imagine what that would do to a kid losing in it being a horrific accident. Be like horrible. That. Be horrible. Horrible. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, uh, you know, he. There's not really much more in the early years of Hunter other than probably he was looked after by, you know, nannies. Maybe Jill was there. Jill and Joe didn't get married till uh, four years later in 1977. So, you know, she was uh, maybe that was like, you know, they wanted to delay the uh, official, you know. Oh, wait. Well, maybe it was a reelection campaign. Uh, maybe it wasn't his very first. I thought it was his first Senate campaign. I, I, from what I've, I feel, I don't know if he was dipping the ink in the, in the other, you know, the well there um, because um, – yeah, it was it was. Oh, I just want to see what campaign they worked on. Oh, OK. 75. So two years later. Sorry. OK. He, yeah. he didn't have her on the line yet. OK. 
So, so you for got, a couple of years, at least, you know, Hunter and Bo were being looked after by, you know, a lot of different people, probably a nanny full time. Joe's in the Senate. He's very busy. Um, and he's got a lot of other, you know, grandchildren. I just want to touch on this. Oh, wait, hang on one second. So this, this is important also from the mental health standpoint. Um, this is from the Mental Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration about, you know, how trauma can can um, be a factor in, in, you know, behavioral issues and, and substance abuse. It's a major risk factor. Um, also, PTSD, something we really associate with with soldiers now that have seen, you know, tragedies and horrific events in war. Anyone can experience PTSD, even children from things such as car accidents. And guess what PTSD leads to? Substance abuse. So I'm not trying to like give Hunter a pass here. He's done, a, he's, he's, when he did a lot of this bullshit, he was very old, but the path that led him down to being such a, 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 a you know, crackhead um, was likely a lot of this trauma. Oh, I mean, yeah. If you follow Hunter, I mean, I don't know, even reading the scandal portion of his life, mm-hmm. Hunter just seems like a drug addict who does whatever he's told. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's I mean, he like, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Hunter's got. Hunter's not like the fucking mastermind of this plan. No, no. He, but but, he, but look, the, the point is drugs will if you're an addict of drugs, which which he is an addict of drugs. Yeah. All bets are off in terms of being a good person. Yeah. That's just straight up. Well, it. right. He'll do whatever the fuck you ask him to do. The drug, the drugs take over. And, yeah. and I guess what Wes is getting at, which I agree, is like if you look at a guy like this who seems pretty smart uh, and definitely has all the privilege that he could ask for when he ends up being consistently a piece of shit. You look back and say that guy had a tough hand, a brain injury, and losing your mom and your and your and your sister. That's yeah, tough. I mean, he, he yeah. walks out. You know what he is? He guys watch the Righteous gem, Gemstones. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's Baby that. Billy. He he's had so many toilet babies and walked out on so many mamas. He's just Baby Billy. Yeah, like he's that's that's Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is Baby Billy. Oh. He's an old like you know dude that just could never get his shit together, and he's you know got, he keeps having toilet babies and yeah he. he you know, what's a toilet baby? You watch the Righteous Gemstones. I stopped watching. I watched like four episodes. I, it didn't hit me. It didn't connect with me. Oh, wow. Great, great. great. I'll give it another try. Everyone's saying it's great. I tried. Baby Billy. Hunter Biden is baby Billy. That's he, he's carried by the family. Like it's the, they have the same character. They, they, it, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Um, um yeah. one more thing. I mean, so he, you know, this is all stuff that, 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 that happened to him. And, um, he eventually, um, there's not much more about his, his youth, what he was into, like sports, what, what was. he attended a Catholic high school, uh, same one his dad and brother did the Archmere Academy in Claymont, Delaware. So, um, but yeah, yeah. let's pick it up there. Okay. Let's pick it up cool. there. So yeah, nice. guys, uh, the Archmere. Archmere Academy in Claymont, Delaware, which by the way, this thing uh, looks uh, pretty nice. And as we were saying, if you are a Delaware sen- Senator, you're the king of fucking Delaware. I mean, I think that's why. I found it so hard to believe that uh, Joe would bring his laptop to the laptop repair place in Delaware, specifically because if you're growing up in Delaware, you know, everyone knows your fucking business and you're a Biden. This is what Archmere you Academy. Hunter? Yeah, it's because Hunter, Hunter was in a crack haze, Pat. There's no way he remembers no, you're dropping right. it off. Right. So this is Archmere yeah. Academy. Take a look. Pretty nice. Nice. It's like a real like a, nice like a French, like chateau, like Ooh. countryside kind of look. And then, like they have like they rake the dirt path. All, 
the dirt yeah. road that like, they rake it every it's morning. It's like a Japanese like Zen garden. Yeah. It's very nice. It's very nice. It's not the type of building you expect to see anywhere in Delaware. Right. Uh, but Archmere, you know, it's it's like a 500 student school, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty big uh, for a private school, but not small. Um, it's like where all the kings of Delaware send their kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. uh, in the 1970s, Archmere was uh, a boarding school. Right. Uh, but it moved away from being a boarding school and started becoming exclusively a day school in 1975. It also announced its decision. Uh, this is huge for the hunt man to become co-ed. Mm. Yeah. So brought 50 girls, the first class. Pretty nice. Um, Hunter got those are some brave parents sending the first 50 in. Those are Mm -hmm. like that's like the civil rights movement sending the first black people into the southern. Why would you send your girl to a (laughs) sleepaway school? Uh, No, guys, are you stupid? Look, come on. You guys don't know anything about how rich people think and how they respect women. They don't think of their their girls as viable uh, uh, humans. So they're excited that their girls are going to go to the rich to get day school. Yes, to to intermingle and get sold. They don't want their careers. Kidding me? Come on, come on. I teach my daughter how to like. Cut a man's nuts off before sending her to that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you don't need to worry about because we don't have the cash to send our kids to this school. I'm still going to teach her how to cut some balls off. Though. Right. Anyway, so uh, they uh, this was not a boarding school when, when Hunter went. It was exclusively a day school, but it was obviously very posh, right? High end. And Joe had gone there when it was a boarding school, I guess. Hunter, uh, Bo went there when it was a day school. Um, he then goes to Georgetown University in 1988. So we've all spent some time at Georgetown. What can we tell you? If you don't know Georgetown University, Georgetown University is effectively an Ivy League school. They compete yeah. uh, athletically against the Ivy League schools pretty much exclusively. Uh, there's no it – w- it just would be – it's an Ivy League school. That's the best way to put it. Georgetown's extremely prestigious. It's extremely expensive. It's really hard to get into. Uh, and um, the ki- uh, but, but families – there's definitely Georgetown families. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, 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 a good buddy of ours, one of our best friends in the world, went to Georgetown. His dad's a professor at Georgetown. So we got kind of like the foray into the good life, if, if you will, uh, with Georgetown. Uh, and, uh, you know, if your dad's co- – If you're a Biden or a Trump, you're in Georgetown. Yeah. yeah no we, matter what your And that's are. where both, both yeah. kids went. But they're, I mean, they're it, in the Big East, right? No. But they were no. probably at the time that they went there. Was. Oh, for, for basketball? For basketball. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. sure. They he are, was yeah. probably oh. there during like the Thompson days maybe. But – when um, I'm saying when I'm saying Ivy League, I'm referring to their football program. The, the academically, Ivy League, yeah. Their yeah, basketball gotcha. program is like a special, yeah. Gotcha. They do they they are competitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're it's a type of school where a football game happens on a Saturday and you didn't even know right. on campus, but it happens. I didn't know they had a football you, team. They no, do. Exactly. They play like Dartmouth and people and Columbia, mostly Ivy League schools. Uh, but it's super and 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 it's in Georgetown, obviously, which is a sect of DC, which is different than DC. So DC proper is like a city, right? It doesn't have high rises necessarily, but like around the capital, it's very uh, compact. Uh, it's it's normal city vibes. And then if you go a little bit west, there's Georgetown where the subway don't run, and that's on purpose. Nice part uh, of the city. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and it interweaves with like. Really, really high end neighborhoods, suburbs that you couldn't imagine. It's right on the water. Uh, it's right on the water to some amazing shops. Like all the lobby firms are there, all the law firms are there. Georgetown, if you have the, if you have the dough, man, living in Georgetown is like a different world. Mm-hmm. And right there in the middle is the Georgetown campus, and that's where Hunter went in 1988. Um, and I guess to help pay for his room and board, Hunter worked odd jobs, parking cars at events, unloading boxes of frozen beef, and he got his BA, uh, Bachelor of Arts, in '92. Um, and he was accepted afterwards to the creative writing program at Syracuse, which is a really actually prestigious program. Uh, 
but I think he was going to get like an, an MFA law degree, but he opted to attend Georgetown Law instead. Um, so instead of pursuing creative writing, he stayed at Georgetown. And after a year, he transferred to Yale Law School and completed, completed his law degree in 1996. Mm. Uh, so real quick aside, this is pretty interesting. So if you guys remember, Tucker Carlson went very, very hard on Hunter. And uh, there was a leaked email copy of an exchange between Hunter Biden and Tucker Carlson that suggested that Tucker Carlson once asked Hunter Biden to write a recommendation letter to Georgetown for his son. Uh, oh, yes. that's hilarious. Yeah. And uh, it was from the laptop. So <laughs> but so it's real. So, so, yeah. So that's real. So Tucker did ask. This is in 2014. Yeah. Um, the laptop's uh, been. Yeah. Like like Pat said, it's been confirmed as definitely legit. Tucker writes this to Hunter. I can't thank you enough for writing that letter to Georgetown on Buckley's behalf. Of course, his fucking son's name is Buckley. (laughs) Buckley. (laughs) Yeah. So nice of you. I know it'll help. Hope you're great and we can all get dinner soon. Buckley uh, Carlson. So Vice News broke that and they couldn't verify whether it was legitimate or not. They could could only attribute to the fact that it was on the laptop. It's on the laptop. It's real. Yeah. That's um, hilarious. That's pretty funny, man. But it goes to show you if that is real, what an absolute piece of human garbage. Tucker well, it goes to is. show you, I think, that th- all this right versus left stuff, it's really for the cameras. These right. people all are friends behind the scenes. They don't they, – they, they do all this shit talking and getting everybody against each other for the purposes of their political parties. Behind the scenes, they help each other out all the time, no matter who they work for. Yeah, I agree with I agree with that. If you live Absolutely. in D.C., that's the way it works. Well, I, I agree with that, that, that. Working on that, Capitol Hill. That's the first thought I had, but then – the other thing is like uh, Hunter was they he just got personally attacked by by Tucker not not like Hunter was running for office but oh you're saying just because like Tucker did that so after mean. getting the yeah after it, getting the I, thing you are him. right Will that like there there is a bit I of bet like they're he, still friends I I'd like to know I like to know but they're uh, still friends anyway so yeah. after he he graduated from uh, Yale Law uh, he worked as a Jesuit volunteer at a Portland Oregon uh, church um, and then he returned to Wilmington. And his father appointed him the deputy campaign manager for his Senate reelection bid. So I guess he's thinking like, you know, Hunter's fresh out his law degree. Uh, let's put him in a legit position. <laughs> he was at the same time working as a lawyer at the Delaware-based banking holdings company, MBNA America. Um, and I guess he worked up to vice president there. And in 1998, he landed a position with the Clinton administration as a policy director specializing in Internet economy. And then three years later, the Government and Community Relations Department at St. John's University hired Hunter to solicit earmarks for one of the university's student volunteer programs at an underprivileged high school in Philadelphia, Mm. whatever that means. Um, So far, so good. Right. Yeah, Uh, so far, so good. But he's starting (laughs) to go into – you can see where he's starting to veer off the path. So that job in 98 of getting something with tech with the Clinton administration, guaranteed there were some dollars to be had on that job. Right, because that's the it's that's the dot com the dot com boom, right? And then uh, going to collect earmarks, right? That 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 has solicit to do. earmarks for one of the university's student volunteer programs. Lobbying. That are, that's lobbying underprivileged high school. In yeah, yeah. So they sent they sent him to D.C. to ask for beg for money, get solicit earmarks, ah, is getting okay. lobbying for for bills. Uh, from 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 senators and shit. So he they said so the, you see where he kind of goes off the path. He probably got a little taste of money during the dot com boom where he was like, oh, shit, I can make a ton of money 
off of like being involved politically. And then he then he goes into lobbying, soliciting earmarks. And then you could just see where he goes and where he where he ends up in the in the, in the scandals at the end is all illegal lobbying. So but what I'm trying to figure. OK, so here here's an interesting thing to keep in mind. So right out of law school, he goes to volunteer at the Jesuit uh, church in Portland, Oregon, which okay is one of two things, guys. Mm-hmm. It's one of two things. So this is what I want you to keep in mind. It is actually, you know, him honoring his faith as a Catholic. And, and, and maybe that's some like a tradition they have in their family. Like you go do service before you do work, which cool. Or it also could be he's showing signs of spinning mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, go and do service in the hopes of it being therapy. And we're going to get, right. keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. as Oh, possible. for sure. Dude, he's got to be partying on the side. A this is college. Thing. Dude, imagine Hunter in college. Just imagine how much of fun that must have been. He must have been To go fun. to a Hunter Biden party. Yeah, pre-crack Hunter. Yeah. Is a delight. <laughs> right. Alcohol and cocaine Hunter. Absolutely. At, at, at a college delight. party must yeah. have been something else in the 80s. Sign me up. It's raw coke, yeah, uncooked coke. You know how right. like um, yeah, Woody Harrelson only eats raw foods, like right. no cooked food. Georgetown like Coke is the best coke I ever had in my life. Oh man, uh, I actually one time, be good. dude, when we would go to Georgetown to party, I would get so annoyed by these rich fuckers. Mm-hmm. I would, it was just fucking annoying. We'd go once a year, twice a year on our college breaks, which would end a little bit early. We'd go home and then we'd drive into Georgetown to hang with our one buddy that was still in school there. And I, I sold fake cocaine two or three times to, to girls there just because I was so pissed off at these girls. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, hold on. I'd go in the kitchen, make fake cocaine, and then be like six, $60. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a total asshole. I'd crush a Ritalin up in there. Oh, there. So, yeah. so at least it affected him, kind of. That old rid- Riddle aspirin for him? Mm-hmm. Some of them came back. Uh, <laughs> all right. So – Okay, in 2006, and this is kind of jumping around a little bit, but in 2006, Biden and his uncle, James Biden, purchased uh, an international hedge fund at Paradigm Global Advisors, where Hunter was the CEO for the fund for five years until 2011. And in 2008, he launched a consultancy company called Seneca Global Advisors that offered help to companies expand into foreign markets. Okay, and those are both part of the current active investigation. So by 2006, he... You know, I'm sure everybody knew of of Hunter's problems and and that there was lots of dollars flowing from okay. all these projects. So that's good to know. That's good to know, because something happens in 2013 that's important. Mm-hmm. So, OK, so he's he's getting into that shit real quick. The relationship front. Well, he was volunteering in Portland. He met Kathleen uh, Boulay. Right. Uh, and she got pregos after just three months of dating. Um uh, <laughs> Mm. And they Which married. Kid was this five? Or two, they married. Uh, no, that was her. Fr- that was the first kid. This is his oh. first wife. Uh, they married July nineteen ninety three. So okay. I guess, uh, yeah. Is that uh, Natalie? Uh, that was Kathleen Boole. Or no, no, the, Buell? the daughter. Oh, Naomi was born December oh, ninety three. Finnegan was born September ninety eight. Maisie was born in two thousand. Wow. Um, okay, three with the first wife. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay, and then uh, let's see. After Obama selected Joe as his running mate in 20, 2008, Hunter terminated his lobbying resignations. So essentially, I guess he prop, uh, probably at the, at the behest of his father, like, "Hey, if I'm going to be vice president, you can't be lobbying." Yeah. Ooh. Well, he probably should have kept those. We'll get to that later. He he also resigned his unpaid seat on the board of Amtrak. Amtrak's based in Delaware, so Joe's always had a a, a huge influence there. Those yeah, so he got there. rid of one of his family jobs to take on like fifteen others. That right. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then real quick on the addiction front, he wrote in his book that he had his first drink at the age of eight years old, a glass Yikes. of champagne at his father's election night party. 
And he traces his battles with addiction back to the personal tragedies of losing his mother and sister when he was a child. Uh, and That's kind of bullshit, though, because like I could blame, you know, like what's the first drink you guys had? Sip a beer at like age seven. Same. Sip, same, but the Sip drink a beer is different. At five. Yeah. I had, I, I got full on like drunk at my cousin's wedding when I was like eight or nine. So like, <laughs> I, I, like, look, like, but you, but you're, but you, but Will, you are not an addict. No, you, I know, but I'm saying that the like, addict brain is different. The, him, the addict brain can get turned on shit, or turned like, off. Like, oh, it's because I had a booze too early. Ah. Oh, but that's the deal. Like, my, I remember my mom pulling me aside when I was 11 and being like, hey, I know you're thinking about fucking around with drinking. Don't. There are serious addicts in our family. And the earlier you start this shit, the earlier, the, the higher chance you have of turning that shit on. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever anyway. he attributes for it. I don't want to judge his <laughs> he, addiction. He, or whatever, he flops but. a little bit on the trauma thing. Like he, he once said it was he don't want to use it as a cop out, but then he goes back to it. I mean, I don't see how right, he can't. that sounds like a cop out to me. It's like. It's not a cop out because it's actual. There's actually statistics and facts that that, that will prove that that is a okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in two thousand, so in two thousand three, uh, he admits himself to the Crossroads Center in Tigua in a, for a month. Uh, this is a rehab. Bo accompanies him to his first AA meeting upon his return, and he's sober for seven years. So oh three to oh ten, he's sober. Uh, in new in in November twenty ten, he drank three Bloody Marys on a flight home from a business trip to Madrid. And bam, he relapsed. Uh, And and that's when he started fucking around with prescription medications, got back into the Coke, which he was probably dabbling in college with. And uh, when Bo died in 2015, that's when he went full on. Now, but the more important thing and what I was getting at earlier, guys, is this. In 2013, at 43 years old, he joined the Navy. And I have a cousin, a first cousin, who is an absolute addict. Couldn't save this guy. Horrible, horrible situation. Darkness. He joined the army at the last possible age possible to join the army. And and pretty much him joining the army at that age was I'm not gonna say his name, but cuz this is the only way right. you it's can say. It's kind of yourself. an intervention. And that, it, it worked for him. And I assume that's what they were trying to do with Hunter at this point had been the CEO of a company, a lobbyist. He probably made a million million bucks five times over. And he had to get a special letter to allow him in. To the to the Navy, they were throwing paths at him left and right because they just wanted him on any different path. than Joe's just going. begging to the gods that yeah. that it would stick one day with yeah. Hunter. But no. the Navy is a big thing, man. The Navy is a big thing to be like, hey, son, join the military now. At 43 I know, after you were the Pat, CEO like, of a company. Pat Joe's tried everything, dude. He's behind the scenes to get Hunter to like not smoke crack joe has tried fucking everything yeah and there's just nothing that keeps hunter off the crack pipe it's just it 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 doesn't happen and so he's been sober for a long time now he was assigned well he had had seven years there he was assigned uh to a reserve unit at um uh, the naval station in norfolk and after a few months he received a note that a urine sample that had been taken his first day on duty (laughs) detected cocaine in his system uh under Navy rules, of positive drug test. <laughs> well, you know that's you know what that is. That's the uh, I'm just gonna do. Uh, this is my last hurrah before I go yeah, to rehab. Right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna get real is. fucked up. Oh, it's like hurrah. when someone yeah. doesn't want to go to rehab. They're like, ah, tomorrow. It means they give me all tonight to do all the exactly. Drugs. Right. Uh, he under didn't Navy, put two and two together that the army would drug test him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, Hunter. This isn't rehab. It's the army. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so you take a drug test like every day. Sure ass. feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, under Navy rules, a positive drug test typically triggers a discharge. Uh, Hunter claimed he didn't know how the drug got in the system. Yeah, he, he was just that a, a cigarette that he'd been given by strangers outside a bar in D.C. could have been laced with cocaine. Yeah. Uh, but he was let go. Yeah. Because it was a favor to get him in and they said, we're not putting up with this. Yeah. 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 Anyway, and right after there, he took a paid position at the Board of Energy uh, Holdings in Burisma. Burisma, right. April yeah, so, 2014. So let's go to the scandal years. So, Pat, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, basically, he had, a, he had a long slide down. I mean, I'm sure that this that Hunter was partying his whole life. He's probably always been very fun to be around. But uh, let's get into the, all the scandals. And when but you see switches, all this, it switches eventually. That's right. what happens with addicts is it switches from being fun to being this sucks, but I can't live without it. Right, because that, that's that's what I'm concerned. That's what I'm confused about. I'm trying to figure out the big question I have going into your session. I think it was, it was like 2000 ish. Two in between when the, the things got bad for Hunter, probably when he was committing crimes while sober between but, right, 2006 right. to 2010, and then the crimes probably drove him to party again. In 2010, and then it just the wheels fucking fell off. So, so that's that's the big question I have going into your section is because you judge a man on his character when he's sober, and he was sober Committing before crimes. his before Probably. his re, before Almost. his relapse in 2010. Almost certainly, right? that, that's already illegally lobbying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so as Pat covered on the show last week when he filled us in about weed slut 420. Of course, you guys remember her. Hunter's mm-hmm. that's Hunter's Ooh. latest girlfriend. Couldn't find testify any porn on her. Yeah. Did you find any, Wes? No. Check OnlyFans? Well, even if you did, you wouldn't no, be able to find it because they have a terrible search function. I can find anything. Well, she is pretty hot. But it, she's Hunter's latest girlfriend who testified to a, a grand jury in Delaware, like Pat told us about, about Hunter. Um, and uh, we now know that Hunter is being investigated by the Federal Securities Fraud Unit for a minimum of tax evasion and probably a maximum of a lot of illegal lobbying. Uh, that's pretty much certain to have transpired um, after we go over the laundry list of things that he's being investigated for. So that, you know, we'd slept 420. Her grand jury deposition was part of this investigation. And so here to, to kick off like about illegal lobbying, this is what Jonathan Turley, you guys probably have heard of him. He's a legal scholar at George Washington University Law School. This is what he told The Guardian about influence peddling in D.C. He said, quote, it's how powerful ruling elites make much of their money, and Congress has never seriously tried to crack down on it. The children and spouses of powerful leaders continue to receive windfall payments from companies and foreign interests, but we've never quite seen the likes of Hunter Biden's enterprises. Uh, his contracts <laughs> He's go just the best at it. <laughs> beyond anything we've seen before. Well, Qu- Wes, it begs the question once we get into this. Who's the best at it, him or Joe? Who is, this, who is right. the source on that? Will who is that? Jonathan from? Turley. He's uh, he's a he's well respected legal scholar in okay. in DC. Um, uh, and so here's the whole list of all the shady dealings that uh, David Weiss, U.S. Attorney for Delaware, is looking into as part of the DOJ investigation on Hunter Biden that's currently going on, where his you know two latest girlfriends, including London Roberts of the baby mama of the three year old, oh, oh, he doesn't. Oh. She was never a girlfriend. Well, she was never a girlfriend. Okay. Well, the stripper he knocked up and has a three-year-old kid with that he doesn't acknowledge. She's cooperating with the feds. And so is Weed Slut 420, Zoe Keston. Um, And so probably more girlfriends. I'm sure they're reaching way back. There's a lot more. What they're they're investigating here is insane. This list is crazy. So uh, this this, this is the start of the list. 
Um, the first thing, uh, Hunter allegedly uh, stayed at the Chateau Marmont in Los Angeles in 2018, where he was cooking crack cocaine inside the hotel for a year wow. uh, or however long he stayed there. Um, also in 2018, uh, Business Insider reported that Hunter uh, sought an annual uh, $2 million retainer. So he's cooking crack at the Hotel Mormont, <laughs> calling the U.S. government and seeking a $2 million annual retainer to aid in the recovery of Libyan assets frozen <laughs> by the Obama administration during Gaddafi's rule. So just some war profiteering that he had the inside info on because his dad was VP at the time. No big deal. Dude, by um, the way, when I read this Marmont shit, I got so fucking pissed off because like the the biggest dick meeting I ever had in Hollywood was when I went out my laptop broke mm -hmm. um, on the Delta flight. Right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was like the biggest dick meeting after going to LA for 10 years. I had one big dick trip. It was a huge dick trip. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Where you got and to like, I, meet with some high level. Got to meet with Brian Grazer and yeah. Ron Howard's people. Okay. Yeah, signed nice. a deal. Feeling fucking good. I called mm -hmm. my I called my agent. was like, get me tickets to the Magic Castle, someplace I've always wanted to go. Uh, it was fucking awesome. And I'll go out there with Ian Henkel, who's my partner. His dad would always tell us, like, oh, in the 70s, we'd go to the Chateau Marmont. You always hear about Chateau Marmont. It's where John Belushi died. Mm. So I'm like, you know, Ian, <laughs> we're all dressed up for the Magic Castle. Hunter it's knows about it. It's time we'd walk over to the Chateau Marmont and treat ourselves to a cocktail at this fancy Hollywood establishment. We made it two feet up the driveway before we got fucking booted from the Chateau Marmont. <laughs> <laughs> but Hunter was literally oh, yeah, cooking absolutely. crack cocaine. Yeah. They were like, get in, out of here, fools. In the hotel at that time, probably. <laughs> yeah, my dick shrunk two inches that day. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, Pat. But you should have got let in because they let Hunter I know, that's cook my crack saying, yeah. in there. Uh, yeah. So then, in a crack-fueled haze, for sure, Hunter's laptop that he left at the Delaware laptop. I don't know how this Delaware laptop guy got it, whether he stole it from Hunter or whatever. It's his legit laptop. Um, yeah, it is his laptop. It's his laptop. Uh, and so so like Hunter, that had to be drug induced. You'd have to imagine See, he lost it or got it to this repair guy somehow through a fuck up when he was <laughs> fucked up. Right. Yeah. And and then during the Obama administration, Hunter was being paid. We know fifty thousand dollars a month by the Ukrainian firm Burisma, which Pat just brought up, where, which is where he went. Um, and part of that job, he'd take Joe to golf with these guys. Um, and so that starts to come in with the questions of the illegal lobbying. Was he really helping Burisma pump gas or was he lobbying? What a weird looking on, picture that was. On behalf of the United States, right? On behalf of Joe Biden to, to this gas company. And so um, under U.S. statutes, all persons acting politically or quasi-politically on behalf of foreign entities in the U.S. must properly disclose their activities, which Hunter never did for that Burisma job. And as Pat got to, he... You know, he said he wasn't lobbying anymore after his dad got into the Oval or into the White House. Other potential illegal lobbying jobs that Hunter took, uh, while, mostly while his dad was the vice president, some before, some after, uh, sitting on the boards of BHR Partners, which is an investment fund backed by the Chinese state banks. Uh, he also sat on a hedge fund board paradigm, which Pat brought up. They happen to be focused on cryptocurrency. Uh, which Joe is currently regulating. Uh, and then his consultancy group, Seneca Global Advisors, that's an IT outsourcing outsourcing for, firm that, you know, given his connections, could give preferential treatment to certain uh, government contractors. And then uh, he also had the Rosemont Seneca uh, fundraising firm, which was like a, basically a coordination between the Bidens and the Heinzes, it looks like. So, um, so and so all these things, Pat, 
he's raising money. He's, he's trying to get bills done, but there's always some runoff, right? And so there's a new book called Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win uh, by Peter Schweizer. And it's mostly about Hunter's work in China for the BHR Partners uh, board that he sat on. And in the book, Peter Schweizer claims that the Biden family made $31 million on that one job alone that Hunter did. And the laptop hard drive, funny enough, is what's proven instrumental in proving all that and writing the book. Um, I'll tell you, when you close a $31 million deal, you know what you treat yourself with? Chateau Marmont. Yeah. Yeah. A whole yeah. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, you do. You give yeah. yourself a little break. <laughs> you go to the Chateau Marmont. You start cooking that crack cocaine. Yeah. Um, but so that's, I mean, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. If you follow the timeline, let me ask you this question. Does it seem like, okay, so when when Joe first is the running mate for Obama, he's Hunter says, okay, I'm not lobbying anymore. And then you see- you But see he the, went into overtime let me, work. But let me finish. But, then, yeah. but then, you, then you see the military thing happen in 2013, which must have been at the behest of his family, being like, get in the fucking military, dude. Right, that, that doesn't work. work. Right. And then right after that, Burisma starts. Do you think Boom. that Hunter at that point is just like, I'm a rogue cat, can't say nothing to me. I'm well, doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I think, but, that, I think that also, look, man, he's making- it's hard to even if that is the case, Pat, and he's saying he wants to do what he wants. It's hard to turn your eye down to it when you're the family and he's bringing in all this. I agree. It's money. It's, it's yeah. nasty that these so, people. The money's there and they'll take it, and, and that's just not. It's the human condition. It's fucking nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. And, and they were taking it. So, so I mean, he's he's take he's cashing these fucking checks, and I'm yeah. sure distributing them to the family. I mean, this is the biggest issue with government. Period of all kinds is. Private money in government. It's oh, the for sure, issue. man. And that's oh, that's but that's straight from the fucking government of China. Thirty one million dollars straight to the Biden. Family. I mean, it's crazy when you get to. So a lot like Tony Fauci, you know, should the Republicans take the House back, considering all this stuff that I just told you is from a current federal investigation. I would expect pretty much nonstop investigations into Fauci and Biden's work in China. Um, plus, Uncle James Biden is also apparently, you know, in, in some way. Uh, involved uh, with with some of this illegal lobbying. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if the Republicans get the House back, they're going to be pushing on all this stuff. So, you know, he he but really going to push that hard because the Republicans are slightly, usually more guilty, slightly than the Democrats in well, terms of Pat, taking lobby it's, money. It's really funny that you bring that up because the Democrats because you don't want to blow up your own spot. You're right. right, Pat. But this is this is actually the Democrats blowing up their own spot because the Democrats are trying to point out that the Trumps, you know, they're so similar uh, and. And that's why Hunter should be considered innocent because the Trumps, ironically, it's the Trumps who got the DOJ looking more into popping people on these types of charges starting in September 2016 as part of the Mueller report investigation. So the, the, what, what they're researching here is the Foreign Agents Registration Act or FARA, F-A-R-A, which is what Paul Manafort pled guilty to not following at the end of the Miller report. So this is literally, Pat, one of those situations where you demand somebody to be investigated for doing the exact same thing that you're doing mm. and end up fucking yourself in the end. Basically, the DOJ never prosecuted these cases until Manafort, till the Good. Miller report. And so now the Hunter is likely to be fucked by the by the Trump investigation. I mean, the only way lobbying is going to ever stop is, is someone making a mistake anyway, because because the people that 
the people that are benefiting are the people that control whether it's investigated. So someone's got to fuck up like this for it to any change to happen. Exactly. And if the Republicans take over in November, the House, they're going to put the ostrich jacket on Hunter. I'm like, just interested in what's going to Because if you if you what's that website that tells you what who's taking what money? Like from what uh, it's dark, like the dark money. Oh, website. there's I forget. There was a good website. Somebody did like a, a essay website. They're awesome. Yeah. Anyway, if you look at it, it's usually like uh, it's like sixty forty or maybe like fifty four uh, percent Republicans. I mean, it's 50, it's, it's slight, the slightly richest, different. The richest person in in Congress is Mark Warner, the senator, Agreed, Democratic yeah. senator from. You know, they, they all make money off of this stuff. That's what I think. I don't think it really matters. Party. I think. Behind the scenes, they all help each other make money when you're an elected official. It's a gray area, though, isn't it, with all this lobbying? Because you can always point to the fact that, well, this is what I would have done for my business anyway to make money. Or this is how I would have voted because I would agree with it. No, No, Wes, it was. It was until they started. And again, this is all goes back to the Mueller investigation. September 2016, the Department of Justice puts out a memo saying basically because of the Trump campaign and because of all the people wanting them to investigate the Trump's ties with Russia and whatever else, they're going to start prosecuting on the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA. Mm -hmm. And that's what got Manafort. That's what's going to get Hunter Biden. That's what's going to get all these people who do illegally, um, you know, lobby. Yeah. Uh, You know, and and so, so, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But basically, you know, Hunter, all that needs to happen is, the Republicans need to be in charge of the House, and I would assume that like there's going to be so much pressure to indict him. Um, you think they're going to wait till Joe's dead though before they do all that shit? No, he. They would want to do it while he's still in office. I mean, if they take over starting in November, because mm-hmm. uh, that that's going to hamper him then for the next election. So, so th- they would want to go after Hunter and Fauci as hard as they can starting in November, and that, that it's it's a must win now for both parties because you know. The, basically, the keys to investigating Hunter and Tony are on the table for whoever wins the House um, and uh, or protecting them from investigation. Right. Um, and but but after all this, even reading all this and seeing all like the shady shit, obviously, Hunter Biden's done or whatever, you know, crackhead banged his brother's wife, all that stuff. He still to me like I don't hate him. Like, I just think that like he just is like an addict born into like this first son situation. Who just is like, I don't know. He's doing what he would do. The like leap in, from him doing what he did to the to the situation he was born into is not that great. You know what I mean? Like the the gap there to make that leap from from his upbringing to his opportunities to what he's doing is pretty easy to make that jump. Uh, anyone that was in that situation might have done right. The same There's thing. so much like uh, what, what's um, uh, opportunity. Opportunity, um, uh, temptation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think we, I want to know how things shake out with the lobbying investigation because it's like I would imagine that if you're Joe Biden's kid or the kid of any super powerful person, right, and you have the opportunity to make millions from a foreign entity, you go to the person who's your father and you say, "Hey, can I take this money if I don't tell them anything?" Yeah. And the, if the person gives you the blessing, then you do it. Yeah, but that is yeah. But then if you do tell them something, then you yeah, made a big the, fucking mistake. The thirty-one million is definitely against the foreign agent registration. I mean, because I, I will say, like the, the one, you I don't can't not do that. I'm just playing devil's advocate. The <laughs> you lobby, can't take thirty-one million from the Chinese government and not report it to the United States. I, you oh, you got to report it. You, but, can't, but, you can't say like, hey, 
this this work is like oh, you got to report the taxes. But what I'm getting at is is what's actually done for lobbying is re- is not always it's not always uh, apples to apples. Yeah, it's sure. Not, it's not always firm. It's not sure, always like it, right, I hey, pay you this, you give me this. Great. If you yeah. if you send Manafort to jail, you got to send Hunter Biden to jail. Uh, you know, I, there, there, there's really not much of a wiggle room. Like if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're prosecuting on this, which they never did before Trump, they never right. used to get people in trouble for this shit before Trump. Right. I, you know, I think you got to play it both ways. And I, and yeah, to you me, when to. you look at Hunter's list, man, like he's taken, you know, tens and tens and tens and tens of millions from war torn areas. This is about not reporting. Getting, this is a tax issue, right? That well, he's getting this money in order to give preferential treatment from the White House. Yeah, it's quid I mean, pro it's just, quo. Yeah, it's quid pro quo all day long, and it's just and and that's what it is, and it's illegal foreign lobbying. So you're going to play it one way. You're going to play it for the Trumps. You got to play it for Hunter Biden. He he needs the Democrats to win. In November, and it looks really bad now too, because because it's China, because it is China and Ukraine, yeah, yeah. Ukraine and Russia and yeah. China. I mean, he's he's with all the hot buttons. Yeah, he's he's had a, he had his fingers in all of the hot cookie jars. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like it, like like no, nah, he they lose. I would argue it looks equally bad for Trump threatening to withhold uh, the military aid to Ukraine. To but it was about investigating <laughs> Hunter's work in Burisma, though. Pat. Well, well I, I, no, I guess what I mean is learning more about who who the Ukraine is. Like, we're learning a lot about who, who Ukraine is. Well, they're dirty, too, just like any other government. They're willing to cut deals, obviously. But the thing is, is that, you know, Hunter, he, he's so exposed. Him and Fauci, they really need the Democrats to win in November. Otherwise, I would anticipate nonstop, just like nonstop investigations into them. Well, let's look at, let's look at some of Hunter's art to close the show. Nice. I'd love to look at this. He did that. Um, he did that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. nice. It's, cool. it's like, a, so it's like a bunch of triangles with a lot of spheres and it's mm-hmm. very trippy. Geometric, yeah. Yeah. Geometric. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. What is that? That's like a leaf. The leaf. Bio. Psychedelic. Thing. Like mm-hmm. a, maybe a brain. Kind of, yeah. Like yeah. a cell. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like a cell mm-hmm. except a, Constellation Leaf. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what about that one? I like that one actually. Yeah, that's a Biden that I'd hang on my wall. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. The first what two, not think? so much. I like that one. I'm I'm more into the very first one. The 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 geom- geometry Ooh, what about that one? one? Yeah. Is that the Constitution sideways with hands? No. <laughs> I mean, no. it kind of looks like it. No, Some but I do. I do hate it when people like um, fuck around on Photoshop and then like call themselves artists. <laughs> that was definitely what he which did is with what that. that looks yeah, like. Yeah, for sure. That's a bunch of mashed up <laughs> pictures. It's not art, man. Paint it, paint it, or it ain't art. That's what I like to say. Uh, oh, no, that, he, guy, he, that dude that does the graphic art. What's his name? The guy that's really popular that he does graphic art. His shit's art, and he uses. Oh, some of it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hunter is not without talent. That is for sure. Oh uh, no, for sure. And I think like Hunter probably. Like I was saying earlier, it's probably so fun to hang out with, man. But he's just got problems. Like, yeah, he he's got problems. He he's, can't keep his hands out of the cookie jars. That's his he, problem. Listening to the the forty eight minute of uh, conversation with Weed Slut four twenty definitely definitely like turn it, it. It showed you a lot of who he is as a person. He's like sitting there being like, "Everyone's coming at me," and he sounds like a nice guy. And then he's like, "Let me hit that crack pipe." Right. Like, right. Whatever good things are happening, uh, give Daddy the creative juices. Whatever yeah. good things are happening or goodness he has inside him, he's totally 
I was overshadowed by his addiction. Right. It yeah. sucks. It, it's a sad story, honestly, Hunter Biden. But you can't be a dummy and get through Georgetown and Yale. A right. total dummy. He's not a total dummy. dummy, that's for sure. No. no. Yeah. You, you can't get accepted to Syracuse's uh, uh, creative writing program without being a yep. – If he had not Challenge fucked him. his brother's wife, I would have just a <laughs> – I would have like – Ten times more respect for him if he had just After not done he was that. dead, bro. It's so brutal. No, it's, it's terrible. S- <laughs> such a, and then he does, and he doesn't acknowledge one of his kids. That's another. Yeah, big that's one. that's another terrible one. Yeah, I those, mean those two things God. alone right there. You can get away like, with a lot of other shit. Yeah, yeah, like unforgivable. How much crack do you have to do to, to rationalize those two? It's unforgivable, like, man. It's All tough. Right. It's tough. <laughs> and, and then and then with his work, like he obviously is addicted to the money too, because he just keeps going back. Like he. He, I'm sure he knew it was hot. And then he's just uh, compiled this laundry list of investigations now, which he's well, it seems like he in the he laptop gets, and then losing his laptop. I mean, he's fucked. Like it, it seems it, like he gets his arm twisted is what it seems like to me. It well, seems that's like, the question, Pat. Who's putting is it him or oh, is it a, is the well, guy he, above him? Putting he formed him a, he formed a company with his buds. Mm-hmm. Right. So like so like you that's form a company question. with your buds and one of one of your buds Ooh, is Joe Biden's Ooh. kid who has an addiction problem who's bringing in. But is Joe Biden one of the buds? He's no. the big guy. I'm saying is Joe Biden, the big guy, oh, he's I the think big Joe, guy. I think Joe Biden probably blurs the line of what's ethically is he the uh, reasonable big guy? because it's his yeah, kid. Well, but I'm saying if I he's the big guy, I mean, it brings up a whole nother. <laughs> I think Hunter's two buddies, the other name the partners guy. in his in his consulting firm. Uh, yeah. I think those two guys probably, you know, kept you the think they push alive. him, push him to oh, the Oh, I know they do. Yeah, 100 percent. And keep Absolutely. him cracked up, probably. Like, probably. I don't think you need to do that. Hunter, very. I think he does it to himself. You think well. is, he'll, yeah. he'll take it if you. Well, just they they might like table. leave a crack. He's like sober for ten years, and they like you know. It's like uh, in that movie uh, with the uh, what's his name. They they leave the crack on the table, like right. You know, like yeah. Get, this will take care you. of it. That's yeah. the deep dive on Hunter Biden, guys. Anything else to add? No, no that was fun. Th- it was great. I yeah. thought it was a good one. I, th- yeah. I mean, he's he's a uh, he's an interesting man. And um, like, it's like we said on the podcast that on the Wheat Slot 421, I think like, honestly, I would I would love it if he like got his shit together. It's just like he's 52. Like, and yeah, it's just so, so unlikely that he will, especially with all this bad shit coming down the pipe for him. We'll see what he owns like, up to. I mean, I, I do I do give him credit for telling his dad to not shy away from his addiction shit in the campaign stuff. I was like, owned it. It'll help people. Yeah. You know, let's see. Let's see what he owns up to. Let's yeah, that's see what he owns up to. But this other stuff is, is I mean, he's that's different. It's yeah. 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 I'm sure I'd it's, love him if I sat down with him. Like, oh, yeah. He would be the best to party with. Yeah. For sure. I mean, him and Tucker are buddies like off off screen, which is hilarious. Like. So he's that affable where the guy who talks shit about him for a living likes Buckley. My son, (laughs) Buckley. He went to UVA. Don't worry. Buckley did? uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Buckley Carlson? Bet he fucking did. Big UVA guy. Bet he did. (laughs) Damn, that makes sense. Yeah, he rebelled against his dad, didn't wear a bow tie the whole time. Um, All right, guys. That's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you, patrons, for your support. Have a great fucking day. Yeah. No, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay, now get out of here. See you later!